yesterday, the Lord led us to reflect on the drama between Hananiah, the prophet, and Jeremiah. And with that, we're able to crystallize that it's good that we be able to allow ourselves to be built up by God to a point where we can discern the true voice of God. Depending on other people to discern the voice of God for you can be very dangerous. God does not love a particular person or particular people more than others, no. It all depends to what degree you are able to yield yourself. God sent Jeremiah to go prophesying punishment, famine, curses upon his people because of their rebellion. Because they kept making options that are outside God. They refused to yield to the, the, the commandments of God. And this other prophet, Hananiah, came and started telling them, it's going to be well with you. Oh, God is going to bless you. Oh, you shall prosper. And he was trying to blind the people from taking correction. Because the Bible says that the Lord chastises those whom he loves. If God truly loves you, he will chastise you. He will allow you to remain in this crude state that you are. He wants you to improve. He wants you to grow. He wants to build you up to his own taste. Not to your own taste. Maybe in your own, for your own taste, you are okay. But that's not the taste the Lord you know, desires. He wants to build you onto his own taste. And for that to happen, he will chastise you. He will prune you. When you are pruning flowers, they don't find it funny. You are cutting part of them. You see them bleeding. The water coming out. When God is you know, pruning you, you will feel the pain. You will feel all those things. Because he will cut away certain things that you see as if it's life. But behind it is death. So he was chastising them through the prophet Jeremiah. Not every time blessing, blessing, blessing. You must improve. And this other prophet came and started telling them things that are, that are sweet in the mouth. And Jeremiah was able to discern that this thing is not of God. And then had to even confront the prophet. And told him that you will see the end of your prophecy. And we'll see today again the Lord continues that same drama. Of reaching out to his people. Talking to them about how he's going to bless them. If you look at it, you see that they have really suffered. He has tormented them. He has brought a lot of hardship to them to quicken them to come back to their senses. But he said your wounds are incurable. The more I chastise you, the more you are, you, know, you are deteriorating. Then his mercy came. And so he began to apply his mercy. He said, I will still bless you. But I want you to improve. I will still open my doors to you. I will cause good things to happen to you. I will bless the land. I will lift it up again. I will heal your wounds. This is where the mercy of God comes in. In as much as he chastises us, he still has what? Mercy. But we can't take advantage of his mercy and say, ah, in as much as he will have mercy on us, then we are not going to be built up. 
because he wants to present you to himself. Remember Ephesians chapter 5, the picture of the glorious church. He says on that day, Christ will present you to himself, a glorious church without wrinkles, without spots. Until you are presentable, you cannot be pleasing to him. And you are supposed to give God pleasure. That is why the responsible psalm says, The Lord shall build up Zion. He will appear in all his glory. Until he builds you up, you cannot share in his glory. So all this journey, every day you see us in our journey of life and all that, is to allow ourselves to be built up. And that is more important, the people of God, more than any other thing that is happening in this world. The good things of life, they are wonderful. Money is good. Marriage, children, travelings, and all the fun about this life, they are all wonderful. But if all this is there, and you have not been captured in the training camp of God, where he builds you up, your life is a waste. Your life is a waste. You are not yet a material for God. He said, I will build my church. And what will happen? And the gates of hell shall not prevail it. The church he's talking about is not the building. It is the people. His disciples. The Christians. As a child of God, to what degree can you say now, categorically, that the Lord has built you? Where in your life can you identify the Lord has built me in this area? The Lord has built me in this area. He has finished the DPC. I have received a foundation. And I know that on account of this foundation, I can sustain certain capacity in my Christian life. Paul knew he was built at a point. He now says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. The Christian life is not a life you live unconsciously. You just keep flowing. Eh? As you say in our own teaching, it's just a worker. No. It's a life you live consciously. There must be a conscious effort every day that you can hold onto your hand and say, yes, this is the degree to which I have been able to, you know, allow myself to be built by God. This is the grace at work in my soul right now. You must be able to articulate all these things. No matter how religious you appear, no matter how much you commit yourself to all kinds of things in the church, you must be built up. Very important. And for you to be built up, child of God, you must be a disciple. Jesus was talking to the crowd. He said, whoever wants to be my disciple, mean my student, must what? Deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. That's the first enrollment, you know, uh, segment. You must learn to deny yourself. You must learn to disconnect yourself from the cravings of this world. And all the allurements that they were using to corrupt the souls of men. You must. Is a step must take. Every day. Not everything that appeals to the crowd appeals to you. You don't fall in for anything people are doing. What's your difference? Did your Lord not say you are in the world? You are not of the world? And we'll open up ourselves to all bars of things. Say it does not matter. What they say, we say. What they eat, we eat. The way they dress, we dress. The manners of, the things they pick up in their manner of life, we pick up with them. And the matter of that, why do you struggle to identify with them? 
We cannot allow ourselves to be built up in our own way so that we can truly be light at time, at every point in time. What appeals to them appeals to you. No. When the Lord builds you up, nothing of this world will connect to you any longer. You will see them, but they make no sense to you. They cannot pull you again. Are you aware? There are things that we, 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 we operate with in life that if they say, oh, leave this one. You say, ah, I can't leave this one, no. Hey. As if without it, we can't leave. And some of these things were not even there before. They were just introduced into our lives and now we are holding on to them as if they are ultimate. We must be built up. Until we are built up, the glory of God, we cannot share in it. The reason why the Lord was tormenting the prophets and punishing them was to build them up. He was chastising them so that the best in them can come out. Any branch in me that bears no fruit, my father prunes that he may bear more fruit. Any branch in me that bears no fruit, my father will cut away. He will cut away. May we not be enlisted among the branches that will be cut away in the name of Jesus Christ. And for that to happen, you have to put your neck for the training. Every day, sit down and walk with God. I mean it. Sit down. If you are waiting for the church, eh, this regular church activity to change you, I'm sorry, nothing will happen in your life. You must take a deliberate step every day to become that Christian that God has called you to be. You must take a deliberate step. I am not going to be like this again. This is the new step I'm going to take in line with the ethics of what Christ is asking of me. Every day you must do it. If you try today and you, you fail, don't get discouraged. Tomorrow, start again. If you fail again, continue. A time will come, one day will happen. Eh? What will happen? You will see yourself doing that thing. You are unwinding the old system and now encoding a new system. As you pick up that, take another one again. So that when that day comes, when they are transacting from this realm and shedding of this flesh, you will have things in your hands to present before your master. This is our journey. This is our journey. And every day, the flight is on. People are moving. Living everything we are sorry for. Be wise. Be wise. Certain things happen to us because God wants to teach us a lesson. To shake, up all, no, shake us up so that we can hear his voice again. Not necessarily because he hates us. No. And so we pray at this Mass that as the Lord continues to chastise us, we will not only hear the, the, pain, the, the voice of the pain, but the voice of the building up that is going on in our soul through Christ our Lord.